following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. And this uh, this is Jim Moore. I got to remember who I am. <laughs> so much to think about. I am one of the co-hosts with my my partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson. How you doing, Pastor? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm uh, the director of the Prison Mission Association. And yep. Just the other day, we were up at Rush City. Um, we go for the transition fairs, and we were giving out Bibles and our Bible lessons that oh, God bless inmates you can do that. Do. And 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 one one it was a couple that really impacted me. But one guy said, "I really needed this. I've been." wanting a Bible, and for us to be able to get the Bible into his hands with the Bible studies, and it really will make a big difference. And so if anybody listening knows anybody that's in prison or in jail that's interested in studying the Bible, we offer free Bible correspondence courses. They can get college credit for doing that. They can just contact us through our website, prisonmission.org, or my cell phone is 612-423-3457. Oh, amen. And when you said free, it's free to the lost. But yes. nothing's really free. So I would really want to urge people to go to see Dwight's website. And if you have a heart to help him with a little oh, fuel yes. for the ministry, Amen. you know, let's buy some more Bibles. I mean, 30,000 plus yes. uh, correspondence courses. And plus, you got a fun Pastor Dwight. He's all over the place. Prison fairs, not right, just in Minnesota, right. but across right, the country. Right. I work as a director with the R3 Collaborative. And in the recovery community, the three R's are recovery from treatment, Re-entry from incarceration, and my favorite part, renewal in Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. So you wondered what the three R's are, and Amen. we work in the recovery community. And please, we're we're really working on building our website. So check us out, r3collaborative.org. And uh, I guess in terms of upcoming events, you can not only hear about what we're doing on the radio. Once a month, we have what we call networking meetings, mm-hmm. and coming up in August at our offices, Transform Minnesota. We're having a meeting of members and people who want to get engaged in the recovery and reentry community. So just go to the R3 site and you can get all the information. I think it's August 16th. 16th. There you go. I was just looking at my calendar. My mind is still working. And I say my mind is still working. I don't mention this a lot, but I am a voice of recovery. And that means for 10 years, I've been sober and faithful. And I'm not that I don't struggle with things, Mm -hmm. you know, but I had a real... I had some real tragedy in my life, my own addiction, losing a son to heroin. He came back, not from the dead, but from prison. And he, both of us, went to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, Mm -hmm. the full year program. And it transformed our lives, not just to sobriety, but the heart and soul of sobriety at Teen Challenge is Christ. Mm -hmm. So I've been so excited about this show. Uh, my, My dear friend is on today. She's actually my new friend because Christy Hedstrom, is now the mentor manager, working with mentors and volunteers at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. It's actually a role that I've played for many years. I've retired in January uh-huh. to go full-time in the recovery community. So God bless you, Christy, for what you're doing. You've been doing great over this year. Mm, thank you. Uh, welcome. Yep. Thank welcome. you. Welcome. Excited to be here. Yeah. 
So uh, as we talked about before the show, we, we want to help the guests get to know kind of the big picture about you. Um, a lot of people have heard about Teen Challenge, but there's so many things in Teen Challenge. So we're going to focus in on this whole idea of mentoring and volunteering. Mm. But we'd also like to get to know a little bit about you. And I know you've been involved with Teen Challenge for many years before being the mentor program director. So give us just a little bit about the big picture. We'll dig in deeper later. But also your story, Christy. Help us understand you. Yeah, I I am so excited to be both working at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge and on the show today and to talk about the mentor program specifically yeah. at Teen Challenge. So my own journey um, with Teen Challenge began about 15 years ago when I worked as a recovery coach in the short-term program with the women there. And and that was a transformative experience in my life. But and recovery coaches are the program staff. Mm. I, there's hundreds and, well, 800 clients. So there's hundreds of program staff mm. that work intimately with the clients in the program, right? Yes, okay. yes, absolutely. And and going back even further, my, my life of faith began as a small child. But oh. as we all know, uh, faith matures and develops along with mm-hmm. a person. It's not mm-hmm. a static thing. And so right. I would say it was in late high school and, and early in my college years that I really began to dig in my own relationship with the Lord. And one of the things that my heart was really drawn to was uh, this concept of walking alongside of someone who could help me on my spiritual journey. Mm. And I I did my senior project on the topic of mentoring. And through you that, did. yes, wow. I did. <laughs> You've been being equipped for a long time. I have. The Lord really awesome. knew what he was doing. Oh, thank you, so Jesus. at that time, I realized I don't have a mentor. And, and through my research, I realized, you know, it's the, the onus is on me to, to recruit one. So I asked a, a, a woman who's a few years older than me, to be my mentor. And that was, I can just say from personal experience, being mentored was transformative in my life. Uh, having a safe person to talk with and listen mm-hmm. to. She was just a few years further along in her faith journey, but mm-hmm. um, she really came alongside of me. And, th- and that was a life-changing experience. Oh, wow. and, and then, you know, I worked for uh, 10 years as a resident director of a, a women's residence hall at a Christian university. And and hmm. that I got a lot of opportunities to be a mentor at that, at right. that time. And actually, the, the choir came to my church in the fall of 16, the Teen Challenge, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge Choir. Probably a lot of our guests have seen them at the yes, church. Yes, I, I think Every so. Sunday, mm-hmm. we're singing for our supper. That's right. right. And, and, you know, something happened in that service. Um, I was familiar with Teen Challenge, but they, they, they said, hey, who in the choir still is waiting for a mentor? And about half the clients raised their hand. And I just, it was a little epiphany of recruitment for me. I thought, yeah. you know, it's wow. time for me to give back in this mm. way, I think. And so I, I signed up to be a mentor and I got, I got paired with a client. So I've been on, I've been a mentor in this program mm. before I ever got hired to be the mentor program manager. Wow. So that was a cool, oh. the Lord just knew what he was doing before I even knew that mm-hmm. job existed. Oh, beautiful. Awesome. And that is, I remember that was a lot of the place that was a place where we'd most reach out for mentors and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And many of you have probably seen the Teen Challenge Choir in your church. Our sh- our next show is actually going to be with Mark Berggren, who's oh. the church relations manager, and he'll be talking about how your church can have the choir come out. But it is very, very moving, yes. and, and it's very appealing. And I just wanted to say, because it might happen to you folks on the radio today, when I was the mentor manager, what people would most often say who were interested, I got a lot of questions and concerns, but he nudged me. Mm-hmm. They, all, yep. they used the word nudged me. That's right. And it, you just said that in epiphany, in a moment. Yeah. So if he nudges you during the show today, I, I'll give it to you now and we'll give it to you later, at the Teen Challenge website, mm-hmm. mntc.org. You can go, there's a link to to the volunteer site and information. So if he nudges you, take another step and find out more. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Right. 
the Holy Spirit is, he's our best recruiter. Oh, he is. He's, <laughs> he's nudging all over the place. Well, let's let's kind of dig into it a little bit to, to help our guests understand, because I know there are a lot of questions that come up. So tell us a little bit about what is involved in the mentoring program. So if yes. someone is nudged today or sees the choir in their church, um, how do they engage? And then what, what would they anticipate happening? Right. Great question. So the mentor program is a branch of the volunteer services department at Teen Challenge. Okay. So it's just mentoring is one way of being a volunteer. And, and the program exists to, to nurture and encourage our clients by providing mature Christians who are living a life of sobriety uh, to help foster their spiritual growth and just it, to have real life integration of faith and everyday living in that one-on-one setting. And so that's kind of the, the heart of the mentor program yeah. at Teen Challenge. And and so um, clients who want to can sign up to be on a list to receive a mentor. And so it's not a, it's not a perfunctory thing. It's, it's a, it's a voluntary thing. So clients who want a mentor can sign up. Oh, so it's not required as a, for a client. It's they got to decide they or choose to have one. Right, Wonderful. right. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a waiting list of probably uh, 50 clients who are waiting for a mentor right now. We probably wow. got 110 clients who have a mentor, but there's 50 more who wow. want one. And and you know, so there's a great need out there. Yeah. Um, for that, and and so um, a mentor comes alongside, and there, it's a year long commitment, and. Uh, they walk with the client in the um, until they graduate the program, and then they stay with them for another three to six months afterwards mm-hmm. to provide okay. that bridge of support to the client transitioning into a sober life after the recovery program is over. And yeah. that's a really important support mm. member of their team. So that might take people's breath away a little bit, yeah. about a year plus mm-hmm. six months. Right. But I heard that, what did he say? The yoke is easy and the burden is light. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's help people understand what does that commitment mean? Is it every week? Is it a couple of times a week? What what's the time commitment that's involved for a mentor? Yeah, that's that's great because I remember hearing, oh, a year. What am I going to be doing a year from now? I'm not quite sure. But um, you know. The time commitment is we ask that mentors and meet with their clients about twice a month for a oh, few that's hours. Oh, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and often it takes place on a Saturday afternoon or a weeknight. Mm-hmm. There's some flexibility with the times, but it's just a time for the mentor and the client to um, be together and talk. Talking is kind of at the heart of the mentoring relationship. Talking and listening. Listening on yeah. the mentor's side. Uh, um, first listen, then then share. But but yeah, that happens off-site most of the time. That's the most we found. That's the most fruitful is for a client to be able to go away with their mentor off-site. Oh, I remember the clients love that. Yeah, it's good. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ, and um, actually we have two requests for you guys to help us out. We need your help. Number one, spread the word. Let people know about our radio show. If you're enjoying this, or you know anybody that's struggling with addictions, or have someone incarcerated or wants to mentor or wants to mentor yes yes but i mean let them know about a radio show and and the podcast it's at am980themission.com and it's also at the r3 collaborative yeah there's a tab for prison transformation yeah r3 collaborative.org is the number three in there and then the second thing you can do to help us is that we want to keep this radio show going but it actually costs money to put this on and so we need donations we need that energy and fuel so if you're if you're enjoying this you know, click that button on the R3 Collaborative to donate whatever the Lord puts on your heart. And we want to keep this going. So share and you could you can you can click the links and share those links to the podcast. Even this one, if you know someone who wants to do yeah. mentoring, yeah. you can share the link to this podcast. And so it'll be, spread the word. It'll be up 
on the website as soon as the show's done right. today. So, so if you're listening to it now, it it's going to be on there. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you, Pastor yeah. Right. Yeah. So now zeroing back in on the mind of a potential mentor. Yes. So I'm imagining if I'm listening. So that's helpful. Mm-hmm. A couple of times a month, a couple of hours each time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I imagine there's an emotional commitment that goes with it too. But the time sounds very kind of workable in doing it. Uh, one question that I would have, and I know a lot of potential mentors had, is am I qualified? Mm. Uh, what if I What if I haven't been to prison? What if I don't have an addiction? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I need to have like counselor training? Mm. Uh, what's required? What are the qualifications to be a mentor, Christy? You know, it's more simple than you might think, Jim. You, you absolutely don't need to have recovery from alcohol or drug use as part of your story in order to relate to somebody. Because mm-hmm. what qualifies you is a willingness to be used by oh. the Lord and a commitment to your Christian faith and, mm-hmm. and walking that out in your everyday life and a willingness to kind of share that with, with a client in the program. That's it. You know, those are the, those are the qualifiers. Um, everybody's story has painful moments. And so, yes, model your authenticity with your own life oh. story, but you mm-hmm. don't have to have the specific identical story of the client right. you're going to mentor. Right. You know, so it really is a broad, it's a broad group that is able to be effective mentors. And I remember... What surprised me at first and would always surprise new mentors, probably two-thirds, three-quarters of the mentors do not have an addiction background Mm -hmm. or an incarceration Mm -hmm. background. And I would always stress, it's a Christian mentoring program, and we love the 12 steps. We love Alcoholics Anonymous, and some of you may be familiar with the term sponsor. Mm -hmm. That's where you do have an addiction background. You take people to the 12 steps. But this is not a 12-step AA program. God bless them for that. We're talking about Christian values, Mm -hmm. Christian life coaching. Mm -hmm. How do you make it to church every Sunday, man? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so sweet, the questions that these clients have of their mentors as they try to learn to walk out their new faith in Christ. Yeah, and the thing is, clients have a lot of support in the program. Their Teen Challenge provides mental health counselors. We provide um, licensed drug and alcohol counselors. We provide a spiritual care chaplain. And, and so internally, they have a lot of support. But the, the mentor provides, a there's a unique niche that the mentor fills. And that is just, they're not in authority over the client. They're somebody who's living this life on the outside of the walls of recovery. And so... Uh, there's something about getting away off-site with somebody who's just a regular Joe or a regular Judy and, and being able to talk with that person and, and kind of even experience in real time. You know, let me tell you a quick story. Please. I, I talked to the mm-hmm. client who who shared with me that his mentor had taken him to McDonald's and, and they were there. And while they were there, another a customer um, started getting real intense and yelling at the employees. And it was just a real kind of scary situation for the mm. client. And and he just felt shaken. But he, he looked at his mentor and he saw that his mentor was not shaken. The mentor just pulled him aside and, and they, they just sat and they, they prayed together and they were able to diffuse the situation and walk away. And and the client just realized, you know, that's because of the spirit of the Lord in him. Mm-hmm. He's he's just confident in these situations. He knows who he is. Amen. And that's what walking Amen. it out looks like for him. Amen. You know? Okay. Amen. So it's a lot of it's modeling then, yes. I guess, isn't it? Yes. Just by yes. the way you approach things. And mm-hmm. I remember one story I heard is that a mentor was was in a parking lot with their mentee and backed into someone mm. and got upset. <laughs> and the mentee was watching. Oh, but no. she stopped and prayed for a moment, gathered herself together and then went out in a direct but Christian way and addressed the situation mm-hmm. and it impressed the mentee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's how you do it. So not to put, not that it's a heavy role modeling thing, right. but just help people see how natural and easy it is to live a 
Christian life and a Christian walk. Yep. And, and you know, clients need, they need to feel heard and they need to feel encouraged and supported. And, um, and the mentor can provide all of that. A lot of what mentoring is, is listening, reflective listening, and uh, then providing both challenge and support. There's a little tension between those two, you know, encouragement, but also pushing the client to go beyond their reach. And, and you know, also helping a client stay focused on the long-term goals, which would be finishing the program, establishing a sober life after they graduate, and reconnecting with maybe fragmented relationships with people in their life. And, and most of all, staying on a, a course with the Lord that is an intimate, growing relationship. Mm, excellent. And so the mentor can be really instrumental in those ways. And Amen. integral part. Yeah. If you just tuned in, I just wanted to say, you this is Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. And on my last time I said that, I forgot to mention who we're interviewing. It's oh, Christy, please do. Christy Hedstrom. She's the Mentor Program Manager at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Now, Christy, could we love hearing stories of transformed lives. It's, mm. it's, it's what we're here and what we're praying the Lord will continue to do. So maybe you've got a story or two that you can share about a, a transformed life that's come through your program. Yeah, you know, I I'm thinking of a client and and she was she was somebody who was just determined that her life was going to be different. She was done with addiction and I watched mm. her um, I watched her go through that program and and in that she talked about the role her mentor played and there are many things that she referenced um, times where she was able to be vulnerable times that she was able to just feel like a regular person being out and about with her mentor. Mm. You know, we forget mm. A lot of us haven't ever lived in a group residential setting or we haven't since college. And we forget there's a lot of personalities bumping up against each other. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, there's a group mm-hmm. sense there. And so just a tr- what a treat to be able to get out with a mentor and just go experience something normal, like a walk around a lake or a, a cup of coffee. And, and so she referenced those things about her mentor, too. But in the spiritual in the spiritual realm, she said, you know what? Thinking back, my mentor is the one who really taught me how to pray. Mm. Uh, she asked in our first time we ever met if we'd pray for each other. And I thought, ooh. I don't pray aloud, but but this client oh. said, you know what I did? And I got more and more comfortable with it throughout the course of our relationship. And by the end of the year, I was just so comfortable praying aloud. And she said, that was a spiritual discipline that I really yeah. can point back to my mentor yeah. to just fostered right. in me. Yeah, And a lot of seeds are planted, but they need to be watered. That's and right. How about the mentor's life being transformed Yes, by, by being involved with a client at Teen Challenge? Any stories like that? You know, it's so rewarding for me to, to get to talk with my mentors. I, I call them my mentors because I pray for them and I, I, I'm so invested in, in their work. And, and you take good care of them. I, I do my best, yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and so many of them have told me their relationship with their client, did, it actually went beyond a year because it kind of just transformed into somebody that was going to be part of their life hmm. for a long time. And um, mentors have talked about how they, they intended to be a blessing to their client, mm-hmm. to their mentee. But they, they ended up feeling more blessed than they felt like they were giving. They just wow. Their mentee taught them so much about um, their life of, of what it means to be redeemed and restored to the Lord and how he's still in the business of, of interacting with us in a very yeah. personal way. And a lot, of, a lot of times mentees just, you know, that's encouraging to hear. It's, it's a real-life story. So there's a, there's a reciprocity there where a, a mentor can feel edified um, from the, the client's uh, perspective too. And so a lot of those relationships have, have really been transformative in mentors' lives. Oh, amen. Mm-hmm. And lots of other stories and mentors get to know mentors and get to know you and, yeah. and Jetta mm-hmm. who works with the volunteers and so the wonderful team at Teen Challenge and the program staff. I, I've saw them kind of wrap themselves around mentors. These mm-hmm. are the recovery coaches. They actually become part of the volunteer team 
and part of the staff team as well. And so, mm-hmm. so you're not doing it alone, right, mm-hmm. Pastor Dwight? Right, you right. got the Holy Spirit there, and you got a That's whole right. team of people at Teen Challenge mm-hmm. that yes. are helping. That's awesome. Yes. So, okay, so I'm, I'm kind of imagining I'm driving in my car and I'm getting interested. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? Do I go to the website? And if I do, um, help me with that because mm-hmm. some of us aren't as tech savvy as others. <laughs> sure. Is it complicated? Do I do an application? Do mm-hmm. I have to make a full commitment as soon as I apply? Oh. What, help guide us through the navigating process. Yes, no, that's, process. So, that's so good. Yes, the, the most common entry point and probably the easiest entry point is to go to the what our website mntc.org and, and on that there's a, a link to the volunteer mentor page okay. and so if you click that link it'll you'll you'll be able to read more so you're not committing right off the bat even after you fill out the application um, there's a there's a button there you can click if you decide you want to apply to be a mentor okay. and then and then you that starts the formal process but even in there there's a lot of chances to ask questions or or to kind of get a sense of this really is a good mm-hmm. fit or not mm-hmm. so it's an explorative process yes. it's not like when you click send that you're locked in right absolutely it's, there's several steps involved in the process and yes. by the way i just completed an application a couple weeks ago wow, congratulations. well since i don't work there anymore now i need to <laughs> apply uh-huh. to be a volunteer nice. took about 10 minutes yep 10 or 15 minutes it it was surprisingly easy mm-hmm. i did need to provide a social security number and a driver's license mm-hmm. number yep. because if you're going to be taking clients out of the facility we just need to honor the right. safety and all that with the right. clients but right. it was it was pretty quick so once i click send mm-hmm. then what happens then what happens then then i get it i would i get so excited when i right see a new you. mentor application or volunteer application come through uh-huh. and so i then start the process of initiating the, the first background check and looking at your character reference and then once those clear jim i then you get invited the mentors get invited to an orientation an in person um, orientation where we go over policies and procedures and give a chance to ask any questions mm-hmm that are lingering Mm -hmm. we also we complete the fingerprinting part of the background check at that point Um, and and so you do take care of your clients we do you know what safety is such a big priority for us and and clients are considered vulnerable adults so we really do trust our mentors so when somebody becomes a mentor they have a lot of trust there Um, and, and so yeah they, they go to mentor orientation, and the last step is to meet with a client care manager, and those are the people in charge of each of the houses where clients live. And then the client care manager is the one who makes the mentor match. Mm. So they, they meet oh, with wow. the, the prospective mentee, and then they say, hey, you'd be a great fit for this client, and introduce the two, and off they go, and they're running. So. Wow, so it's kind of an easy on-ramp, as you know, they it, say. We do it our best to make it that and way, yeah. it's That's one true. step at a time, mm-hmm. and I can keep getting more information. That's right. It sounds like when I meet with the client care manager, before signing, mm-hmm. that's where I would really make my decision now. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. but thank you for being so gracious and allowing people to, right, right. to come alongside. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Christy, if someone's listening, they're not ready to be a mentor. Mm-hmm. What other things can they do? Like pray or how can they pray or what? Oh, donate money or, or I'm volunteer. sure there's other. Or, or volunteer. volunteer. Yeah. yeah. What other yes. options? So glad you asked. Yeah. Some people are not able to commit to a one-year mentoring experience, but there's so many ways to be involved. Right. We have need of other types of volunteers. Right now, we're looking, we, we have a need for drivers to drive clients around to their appointments. We have a a need for um, people to supervise the phone times in the evening. We have a need for um, people to be help with therapeutic recreation, which is a fancy way of saying come alongside clients and maybe shoot some hoops with them. Sober fun. That's right. Sober (laughs) fun. Getting out the good fresh air. So those are some volunteer opportunities, and the process okay. is similar to apply for those. The volunteer, the volunteer tab, and there's a button to be a volunteer. But yeah, it, prayer, you know, undergirds and supports mm-hmm. everything we do. Mm-hmm. It is not 
uh, preparing us for the major work. Prayer is the major work. And so we need prayer support mm-hmm. because there's a spiritual battle going on. And, right. and clients, right. um, they're going through a lot. So we ask for prayer for mentors and, and for volunteers and just for the Teen Challenge organization as a whole. Oh, amen. Um, and then, yeah, financial. Of course, there's financial needs. Each client, um, it's $1,172 per month for each oh, client to come mm. through. So if you're someone who's inclined to give, um, there's desperate oh, need for that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, back to the undergirding prayer yeah. and speaking of prayer, uh, we have a few moments. Would you close us in prayer, please? I would love to. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for for the ways that you are intimately at work in our lives. And we thank you for the chances uh, we have to represent you and to, to be your arms and feet in the kingdom of God. And I just lift up the mentor program and I ask that you would bring about the right people at the right time, lay on their hearts right now. We thank you for your goodness. We love you. In your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 We'll see you guys all next week. Thank you.